ground that we've made up the last month. It's, it's, it can be slips away pretty quickly if you start losing games. So I think, you know, the next game obviously is a must win for us. Do you agree with Jordan Eberly? Is this next game against Edmonton to close out the road trip a must win game for the Seattle Kraken? Well, let's talk about that. And of course, the performance last night at MSG. That and more coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. We are part of the Locked on Podcast Network, bringing you your favorite team every single day. My name is Erica L. Ayala. I am your host of Locked on Kraken. I'm also a writer at CBS Sports, founder of the uh, media outlet Black Rosie Media, and we have our women's hockey podcast, the Founding Four podcast, as well as a podcast on the New York Liberty and the WNBA. Gotta get up a podcast for New York Liberty fans that goes live on the Black Rosie Media YouTube page um, every week. It's actually interchangeable. So Founding Four one week and then uh, gotta get up a podcast for New York Liberty fans the next. So I open the show a little different than I usually do if you are an everyday or an OG or whether you're watching on YouTube, hi YouTubers, or listening on your favorite app, including on the Sirius SXM app. I opened with a quote, a little snippet from Jordan Eberly in the locker room yesterday. And I heard him say this. I was at the game. For those who listened to yesterday's podcast, you know that I'm on the East Coast. And I heard him say that and Is he right? Is is Jordan Eberly right? Is this next game against Edmonton a must-win game? I want us to think about that as we go through this episode. Because if I'm being honest, I think a part of me is not necessarily questioning whether he's right. I think I'm questioning whether I want him to be right. Which is a whole nother sack of potatoes. Because the Seattle Kraken have dropped their last two as they're getting ready to close out this road trip. But they're also down players on IR, which we'll talk about. And there's some kind of mystery bug following the team. I know that Darren Brown from Sound of Hockey and also a contributor to NHL.com said that he was trying to, you know, stay away from the guys yesterday as we were talking to them, you know, in the locker room in the visiting locker room and the visiting uh, corridor. It's just a tough time in the schedule for the Seattle Kraken to be down players, to have some kind of illness. I mean, it's flu season. Unfortunately, COVID's making its rounds. You've got the common cold, all kinds of stuff going around it's a, it's a tough time. And so I think honestly, it's not that I don't believe him and I take Everly at his word. He knows he's playing in the games, right? 
I think it's that I don't want to believe him. I don't want to believe him because I think this is a really tough stretch. And next game, tomorrow's game against Edmonton is a tough time to play Edmonton. But let me take you back to Eberly. You saw a little bit of that clip at the beginning of the show, but but here's what Eberly had to say after a 5-2 loss to the Rangers at the world's greatest arena, Madison Square Garden. Right now, but it feels like maybe those last 10 minutes of the second period were kind of a killer for you. How, how do you, what's your take? How do you digest this one? Yeah, I mean, we had more than enough chances to find a way to win. Um, I think defensively, we obviously gave them some great days. And, uh, you know, I thought for the most part, we, we played, you know, somewhat of our game. There were lapses at times, and we started turning pucks over maybe in the middle of the second. But, um, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, obviously this ground that we've made up the last month. It's, it can be slips away pretty quickly if you start losing games. So I think you know the next game obviously is a must win for us. We got to find a way to we'll get healthy first off, but um, find some jumps, some energy, some passion, and uh, take it into Edmonton. You hear him talking about getting back the energy, getting back the jump. Uh, Jordan Eberle would go on to say, and I put some of this on social media last night, but he did go on to say that he felt that the team had much more jump than they did the night before. Uh, they're on a back-to-back, but he felt they, they did better than, the, than they did the night before against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I actually want to take you to pregame because I asked Dave Haxel, uh, head coach of the Seattle Kraken, I asked him pregame, you know, what What do you do? What was the process like? You, They were able to fly into New York immediately after the Pittsburgh game because that was an afternoon game. So they got into New York last night. My understanding is that they're staying in New York. At least they got the overnight. They didn't hit the road right away. I think that's going to be good for them. But, um, you know, what What are you realistically trying to do? And here's what he said to me pregame, and it alludes to something that we'll talk about later on the show with regard to how he felt about this win, or excuse me, about this game against the Rangers on Tuesday night. Between yesterday and today, was it mostly just kind of recovery film, film stuff? preparation for tonight yeah i mean we, i'll be honest with you we didn't take a whole lot from yesterday i mean we you know we uh um we you know hey you're always disappointed when you have a winnable hockey game and that was uh we just couldn't find a way to kickstart ourselves last night uh by you know we, we find that first goal at any point in time even through the third period and we feel like we have an opportunity to uh you know to you know to to come away from that game with a point or two uh, but uh, you know, we, we couldn't get that. Uh, we couldn't get that life. We couldn't find that energy. So, a um, little bit of time to recover and recoup and rest up and uh, be better tonight. Didn't learn much. Didn't learn much from that Pittsburgh game, and it's it's a tough game to analyze within the context of what's happening in the Seattle Kraken season. And I mentioned that on. Um, I guess it would have been Monday's show because Tuesday's show was a squad cast. But um, it, it, for those who are, are new, squad cast is when I have another host from the Locked On Network. So we did a, a crossover episode with Locked On New York Rangers. That was a weird feel in Pittsburgh. And then knowing that there's this illness that was going around that's still going around. It was still an issue. 
when I was with the team last night, you, you kind of want to put it, you know, just put it in the garbage, tuck it away. And I, I get the sense that's what Dave was saying. So I, I gave you a few quotes. Let's let's go over some notes. The Seattle Kraken on on the good side of things, we scored two our two goals on the power play. You've got Jared McCann centering that top line with Tomas Tatar and Jordan Eberle. Both McCann and Eberle two points on the night against the Rangers. The bad news is that it was our discipline, our lack of discipline early in the game that gave some momentum to the Rangers. They scored their first two goals were power play goals. And then everything else, even strength, and the, their fifth goal is an even strength, empty net. But the first two goals, right off the hop, power play goals. The second one looked like Drieger got screened. Drieger, not as great of a performance as we saw last time he was in net. I already know, I don't want to stoke the flames on social media, but I know some people were a little disappointed to see Joey Decord in net against the Penguins and not Chris Drieger and maybe flip those games around. You know, those are the shoulda, coulda, wouldas as armchair general managers that we can argue, but it is what it is. I thought Drieger was serviceable, not great, as we'll get to Allison Lucan's analysis, instant analysis. We'll talk about whether either goaltender had a quality start but you know overall a better performance so you like that a better performance than we saw in Pittsburgh which just looks flat it looked ugly it looked like we were maybe on you know game six of a six game road trip and that was a back-to-back to back we looked fatigued and knowing that there's an illness you know It's not that you want to make an excuse. That being said, the fact of the matter that if you're playing hockey while not feeling well, particularly with maybe it's a seasonal flu or something, that's the, the, that's my best guess. It just kind of sounds like something when you travel with people, I mean, women, you, you, you might know, or anyone who menstruates, you might know this, but Sometimes when you're traveling in a pack, you you get all of the same bugs. You get all of the same little viruses or people who have children. You know, you get whatever your children have and it just keeps going around. That's what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like it's anything that's going to be long term. Except for the injuries. So we've got Maddie Beneers. We've got Philip Grubauer was moved to long-term injury reserve. I think Emerald City Hockey did a great job kind of breaking that down. Not necessarily something to worry about, especially given how much time Philip Grubauer has already been out of the lineup. And it's likely more something to keep the bank roll where it needs to be and free up some cap space. Anyway, I... I've kind of alluded to the mysterious illness here and there, but coming up next on Locked on Kraken, let's hear from from Dave on how he felt post-game. I told you uh, what he said about Pittsburgh, and I want you to remember that because you're going to hear a clip from him in the next segment where he alludes to that as well. We're going to get into all of it, including a great Q&A that Allison Lucan did with our general manager, uh, Ronnie Francis. He was at 
MSG yesterday. So we'll get into that coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at Sleeper. Now, we know it's the halfway point here for the National Hockey League Kraken fans, and the performance up until the last two games has been really good. But as Everly said, this next game against Edmonton, maybe it is a must win. But regardless of that, the thing that you need to know regarding our current standings is that you can use your knowledge of the Seattle Kraken to win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports, of course, including Daily Fantasy Hockey. And especially because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Hockey contests. Now, what I love about Sleeper is that I can go before a game, like I'll do this tomorrow before Edmonton's game, I'll hop into the app, I can see the different you know, projections, not just for Kraken players, but even for players from the opposition. And in this case, tomorrow's case, Edmonton, I can also look at the field that they have for the NHL overall. And all I need to do and all you need to do to 100x your bet on sleeper is correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. That's right, Kraken fans. You heard me right. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply, but that's code LOCKEDONNHL. And make sure you see Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily destination. After you listen to us, make sure you check out Locked on NHL. Or you can head right over to our 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, Locked on Sports Today. It is the first ever national sports 24-7 channel on YouTube covering top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows that cover and span every league. So go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, I mentioned earlier that you can listen to Locked On Kraken on Sirius SXM. You can also listen to Seattle Kraken broadcasts or, you know, maybe you want to listen to the road broadcast if it's uh, or a home broadcast, I guess, if the Seattle Kraken are playing on the road. I think that's amazing. You should definitely check out Sirius SXM because not everyone is going to get the opportunity that I got last night to hear. It was Everett and Al on my left, JT and John on my right. It probably looked opposite on the, the video that I shared on social media. But so I'm at Madison Square Garden, the world's greatest arena. One of, from what I'm gathering, a, a, a bucket list for a lot of NHL reporters who are not from New York, but that was so cool. It was so cool to listen to them and to hear them work because as some of you know, I actually call 
hockey games as well. And to be able to just hear different phrases that they say and maybe add that to the repertoire was a lot of fun. So it's always good catching up with those guys. They did a great job. Wasn't the result that we wanted, but it was about the result that I expected. If I'm being honest, here's what Dave Haxel had to say after the game, including how he feels the team has been able to rally back from, again, what's just an unfortunate timing for illness. Dave, that's obviously a very skilled team on that side. What parts of your team's game did you feel just they just didn't have tonight? difference really was the third was the second period. I mean, we, we had great opportunities. Um, we didn't execute, you know, on the two-on-one. Uh, Sturkin made the save on Yamo and the, the three on one. We just uh, we didn't execute, um, you know. So really, the, the, that's the difference in the hockey game. They, you know, they uh, uh, they got one through traffic. Uh, we made a mistake on the track on the fourth one on stepping up on it. Um, we didn't, get, you know, we weren't able to capitalize on our opportunities, and that's the difference in the hockey game. The power play able to beat Shesterkin twice. So what did you like about how they were moving and what they were able to do? Well, both were, you know, one was a broken play and Evs made a great, you know, great play, great finish on the first one. Um, you know, and the, uh, the the last one, you know, you know, Jared McCann just taking it to the net and making a real, you know, real good individual play on the uh, on the entry, taking it to the net, taking the space that was available. You said before the game there wasn't a lot that you were taking away from yesterday's game. Does that a little bit different tonight? Like, you feel like there's a little more jump there tonight? Got a lot more jump there. I mean, we still got a lot of guys that are fighting through things. You know, we uh, that doesn't just clear up in a in a day, unfortunately. And some of the effects on guys that had to play big minutes last night were, you know, that, that wears on you a little bit tonight. But yeah, no, our, our jump was, you know, we we had jump. We we had some, you know, we we had some good opportunities. We had. Uh, you know, disappointing to, to come out of the second period where we were um, and uh, and not be able to find one in the first 10 minutes. We didn't generate uh, we didn't generate anything in the first 10 minutes of the third period where I thought if we could get one, we might be able to push them back on their heels a little bit. With Matty out, have you liked the way that McCann has slid into that spot? Yeah, it's a, that's you know that's a tough role. He's you know he played a little bit obviously in the middle uh, you know a couple of nights ago, but to jump into that spot now all of a sudden you're taking face-offs against Savannah Jad. You're you know it, it changes the role when you step into that spot. Um, but you know overall that line tonight with with the matchups that they were getting, um, you know created and generated the most for us. What have you thought about Riker Evans' game these last two games and his composure out there, especially through some, some tough games? Well, you know what, Riker, he took some heavy minutes last night and, and he wasn't exactly feeling 100% himself. Um, so he did a pretty good job last night. And tonight, I, you know, I thought as the game went along tonight, he started to move his feet and use his skating ability uh, more and more throughout the, throughout the, you know, the latter half of the game. And that's a confidence, uh, you know, significant, you know, confidence boost right there. So again, Dave talking about how there were improvements, but not necessarily the improvements that were enough to get a win against a good Rangers team. I mentioned that we would talk about Allison Lucan's post-game analysis. She had some really great nuggets here including that, uh, you know, the Seattle Kraken played well five on five. They created 59.6% of chances. They were good in the offensive zone, uh, just shy of four minutes of total time um, and six more shots 
from the slot than the Rangers, which I didn't necessarily pick up immediately on the eye test. I mentioned that the Kraken were two for two on the power play. So those are the good things. And there were definitely some good things coming up on Locked on Kraken. I want to take you over a little bit bigger picture. Let's talk about Ron Francis and his recent Q&A with the aforementioned Allison Lucan on NHL.com backslash Kraken. We're going to do that on the other side of this ad break from our friends and friends of the Locked On Podcast Network. And today's episode of Locked on Kraken also brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly Exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. All right, Kraken fans, we're going to wrap this one up. Let's talk a little bit about where Ron Francis thinks the team is right now. Allison Lucan spoke to him in a Q&A that you can check out on NHL.com backslash Kraken. He talks about the Winter Classic being the first time since he retired in 2004 that he kind of wished he was still playing. I was out there. I had a great time. I think everyone that was at the event had a great time. So I loved seeing that. He said the crowd was about 60% home team and 40% road team. It kind of felt that way for sure. Um, And he just felt that that was a really good time. Uh, He also talks about Oliver Bjorkstrand and his NHL all-star nod. I'm hoping to catch up with Ali soon, both for CBS and, of course, for our Locked on Kraken insiders. You'll get that first. He talks about Bjorkstrand being a very smart player. The maestro is such a smart player, whether it's getting a shot through the net or making a play for one of his teammates. That's exactly what I was talking about on our squad cast episode yesterday, how Ali and that whole line of Yanni Gord along with Ele Tovenen, they just really are solid as you hear Ron Francis saying a 200 foot game. Um, And so, I mean, I, I, I love this. So again, highly recommend as always that you read the work of Allison Lucan. I'm gutted I missed the Root Sports broadcast where she was back in studio. Uh, but don't worry, I record those so I'll get to watch it. Um, but uh, check out that article. I walked you through it briefly. But again, the question of the day for this podcast was the quote from Everly. Is this kind of a must-win game coming up against an Edmonton team that's on an 11-game heater? We fell, you know, just short of that, Mark, ourselves, in what was a really tough part of our schedule. I know on YouTube we've got some comments that, you know, if we can get through this little hump here, 
that we like our chances just to, uh, and, and again, we'll go over the Edmonton game a little bit tomorrow, but tomorrow we do have, uh, we're taking on the Edmonton Oilers. Then on Sunday, January 21st, first, excuse me, we host the Toronto Maple Leafs. Then we host Ryan Donato and the, uh, Chicago NHL team on January 20, 24th. Then we've got the Blues, the Blue Jackets, and the Sharks uh, before we see the end of January. So uh, that will take us through almost... Well, no, excuse me. The Sharks game does take us through to the All-Star break. So is it a must-win game? I don't know. I don't know. I I think a lot depends, honestly, on how quickly we can get healthy again. But uh, another thing that we have to take a look at, of course, is the standings. We'll go over this a little bit tomorrow. But just as a recap, the the Seattle Kraken, you know, haven't quite broken through to 50 points on the season, sitting at 47 points right now. That has us tied with Calgary, but we're behind them in the standings in that sixth spot. Vancouver really has been able to to maintain that spot. We know Edmonton, again, on an 11-game winning streak, but we're within reach of them. They have 49 points on the season. That's in the Pacific Division. Now, when it comes to the wild card, we've been following this during our our, uh, winning streak and that streak of, of points that we were able to collect, but we're on the outside looking in right now when it comes to the top three in the Pacific division, which of course is Vancouver, Vegas, and LA. And we still got to worry about Nashville and Calgary. So if we could get some points against Edmonton, that would be huge. But Edmonton has been a challenge for us in the past, but We won't know until we play the games, so stick with us here on Locked on Kraken. Again, your host, Erica L. Ayala. I will catch you on the next episode, but like I always say, so as always, be kind to yourselves, be kind to one another, hold fast, stay true, and stay tuned for our game day episode coming up tomorrow. Peace.